Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow! and welcome to the Born in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by Pete Donaldson, who's right here, touching me right now. Yeah. That sounds terrible, but he's here in person, Ooh. in Shibuya. We are standing outside the front of the biggest Don Quixote in Tokyo, mm. uh, and it's, it's a pretty hot, sunny day. It's now about four o'clock. Yeah. We're, we're going to go inside. We're, <laughs> we're approaching golden hour, so we thought what we should do is head inside because it's blooming hot out there. <laughs> I really cannot wait for it to rain because it's so incredibly hot. And when it gets hot here, it's so stuffy. Well, we're um, in. So now we're in the air conditioning oh, of so Don Quixote, which is really good. Let's go over here. So this is a little bit of an experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never done anything like this before. <laughs> Filming on the go, recording on the go. <laughs> it could be great, could be awful. We're going to find out soon after. Um, but we're not but standing. You're the guy from YouTube, right? I'm oh, yeah. the guy from YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> abroad, abroad. I'm, a, I'm abroad, abroad yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your name, man? We're just recording a podcast. I'm, I'm hello, Peter. Sorry, no, 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 it's all right. No, say hello. Where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, I live in Sweden. Oh, I love you. We were just talking about how the podcast Don't gets so many Swedish listeners. How long are you here for? Uh, three weeks. Oh, I love your job. I've been in Tokyo just for a couple of days. I'll be uh, touring around on the Shinkansen. Uh, uh, Fantastic. Just, uh, I'm a big fan of it. I just watched a horse. Oh, the horse, mate. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a divisive one, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like horses. A bridge too far, I Bridge too far. Even for a lot of Japanese fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to take any more of your time. I just because you don't really look like the way... I was like, is it that guy from the... <laughs> He's grown his moustache. Yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got facial hair. Glass, the glasses. Glasses. You look like the evil twin or something. Or <laughs> I, look, I look like my evil twin. Remember when Cartman had got a moustache in South like Park? Guy, but not really like you. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say I'm a big fan and keep it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'd love to meet you. Yeah, Thanks, man. All the best. Have, have a great time. Take it easy. There you go. Tips See? From Sweden. From Brilliant. Sweden. We were just Brilliant. talking about how many Swedish uh, listeners we have on the podcast. Clearly, that man doesn't listen to the podcast. He didn't know who I was, but he clearly watches your videos. Oh. Um, so, you, so you are quite big in Sweden, it seems. Big in Sweden. Big in Sweden. So, so we're, you've, you've taken us almost immediately, Chris, <laughs> to the Kit Kat we've section. We've come into Don Quixote. The first place we've come to yeah. is the Kit Kat section. Uh, what flavours have we got? We've got sake. We've got the Kit You're obsessed with sake. sake. We've, we've heard you're a we've fan got of that. A new flavour of sake, umeboshi, which is right, uh, yeah. cherry. 
sour plum, sorry. Mm. Tastes I'd, awful. I'd, don't I'd ever have that. Ever have it. Like I had some beautiful sake on the way over on the A and A flight because um, you know I was obsessed with learning the word uh, tsubasa, the, to wing, uh, the wing, right. a wing, uh, uh, and the sake had uh, the name was wing. So I said tsubasa, please. I'll have the tsubasa. I'll have the wing. How was it? It was very nice. Very sweet. Did you feel very sitting in business class with very, your sake? Very crisp mouthfeel. Well, yeah, there's it. I went business class, spaffed a bit more money than usual, but... Uh, it's right for some, isn't it? Well, it is. It is, Chris, you're right, it is. So, I have all these flavours, uh, <laughs> which flavour would you choose? There's so apple flavour yeah. Kit Kat, there's... Mount Momiji. Sandwich. Manju flavour. What flavour would you, would you go for? So that's a bean, that's a toasted bean sandwich sort uh, of flavour over red there. Red bean toast flavour Kit Kat. So, this one looks like an Unusual. almond flavour. Like an almond, it's like a chunk of Kit Kat, but it's Nuts in like a ball. Nuts and almonds. Nuts and almonds. Um, that looks pretty good, actually. I nearly started going to open it to eat it and I remember I'm in a shop and I can't just go around doing that because if I was like filming a TV show or something <laughs> they, probably would have squared, they probably would have squared it away with the owner oh what's this one rum mint and raisin mint, mint yoghurt right, let's get out of this we can't just stand here looking at Kit Kats all well we could but we probably can. not on the podcast we probably yeah. can um, and so so we've gone into the uh, what do you call it it's the omiyagi sort of omiyagi. section where it's just sort of like where it's just loads of souvenirs um, matcha flavoured nonsense. Green tea. The thing is, the problem with the problem with like matcha is nobody in England certainly wants to eat it <laughs> because they can't mm. they can't handle the texture of the rice itself. They don't like it. Well, I think we've seen everything in Don Quixote. <laughs> have we? <laughs> is there any other particular sections you want to? Well, let's have another walk. Have off. a little bit more of a walk around. So we just, we've we've experienced the Kit Kats and the omiyagi and the. Uh, Nonsense. Oh, uh, there's a little Marvel section that sells a lot of Marvel stuff. Some drying mats. We're in. We're in uh, souvenir magnet uh, section. <gasps> you can buy a Japanese yakata. Four thousand yen. Yeah. Yakata. That's. Uh, so what's a yakata? Some kind of. It's kind of like um, a cheap kimono. Is yeah. The, is the easiest way. Like uh, when you go at, uh, when you go to a, an onsen or a real camp, yeah. traditional inn. You get this in your room, right? And you'll go for the bath. You go for a nice hot bath. You'll get one of these yukata on, and then you mm. go for dinner. Yeah, sitting okay. in the yukata, it's lovely. Well, it, says it, it says it says um, that it gradually became worn by warriors as well, who would, after taking a bath, use it as a way of drying their body. There you go. <laughs> half towel, half dressing gown, half mm-hmm. yukata, half kimono. Freeze dried strawberries soaked by white chocolate. Mm. Does anyone want that in their life, really? Just, I mean, we're a bit in the food section, aren't we? <laughs> What I like about this, this Don Quixote that they've moved is like they've got like a little kind of um, a little food section you can buy um, sweet potatoes. Look Are at you going to buy a sweet potato? Look at those bad boys. It's beautiful. I do kind of want to eat a sweet potato. We're not, get, we're not potato. That's sweet heavy though, isn't it? That's going to send you straight to sleep. Awful business. We've gone up the wrong way. We can't find the escalator. We're in the beauty bit where everything gets a bit loud. This is pretty disorientating. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I've noticed as well. We're in the um, beauty section, which obviously has a lot of um, a lot of uh, sun cream, mm. and the sun cream never goes below like thirty. SPF yeah, they're pretty good here because they don't because people don't want to get tanned. So all of the um, all of the SPF stuff is like over fifty. I, ca- I can't find one that's under forty or fifty. Oh, well, yeah, I've always found that a bit weird how the sun cream we have in the UK is like really low. Yeah, because people want to get a tan. It's crazy. So yeah, we'll, we'll leave Don Quixote because it's very loud and confusing. We've looked at Kit Kats, we've met Swedish viewers, we've discussed Santan Lotion. <laughs> Done. So and there's also outside Don Quixote, we've got a, uh, like a fake kind of um, hachiko kind of dog 
What does that say? Any it says, ideas? Uh, I can't read that. Uh, Dog high five. Tear something. This means like cheap Hachiko, basically. Ah, uh, right, okay. Probably. <laughs> cheap Hachiko. A cheap Hachiko. <laughs> oh, man. I always find Shibuya so disorientating because it's so chaotic. Yeah, and it's just, pe- it's just people going places. If you ever want to see hell, <laughs> Halloween night, McDonald's, 2am. It is obscene. People who have lost their minds. You've seen the very worst Shibuya has to offer, haven't you? <laughs> and also, of course, they've uh, cancelled uh, all public drinking in Shibuya. Yeah, it's terrible. I've been sent what's that the point of even having, What's the point in doing Halloween in you can't, Shibuya? If you can't, can't drink on the streets. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? The reason it was good. Yeah, yeah. So as we continue our journey through uh, Shibuya, maybe do uh, do a couple of emails that have starred in the in the little box. Uh, the fax machine is open for business. How can people get involved, Chris? Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com. Mary, this is Mary. Hello, Mary. Hey, Chris and Beats. My name is Mary, and I'm currently in Toronto, Canada, after moving from the UK. Toronto. Toronto. After moving from Canada. Uh, uh, sorry, after moving from the UK to Canada two years ago uh, I listen to the podcast while making dinner I just pop in my headphones and away I go It makes the whole ordeal a lot more bearable It is an ordeal, isn't it? Old, uh, old washing the dishes Though it does leave my husband thoroughly confused Since all he hears is me cackling to myself while chopping vegetables I've been debating even asking this question But with a trip to Japan looking more and more likely I uh, don't really have a choice While I'm ecstatic at the thought of finally being able to visit a country I've long had at the top of my travel list I honestly don't know whether the trip will be awkward in any way or not. Awkward? Awkward because she wears a headscarf for religious reasons. Right. Uh, it's often been an issue in Western countries and I've often been attacked by silly individuals because of it. Awful news. Sorry to hear that. That's, that's dreadful. Um, and I've heard stories from other similar women who've had less than ideal experience in Far Eastern countries like South Korea, China and Thailand, for example. Is Japan the same? What can I realistically uh, expect in the larger cities so I'm not taken by any unwelcome surprises? I just want to be a normal tourist without worrying mm. uh, that someone's going to invade my space and do something to make me feel uncomfortable or unsafe. I mean, the way of the world as it is... I wouldn't discount anything, but I would also say that the Japanese are uh, probably up the top of the list of people who just leave everybody well alone. Yeah, no, you see quite a lot of business. people in headscarves in yeah, Tokyo. Exactly. Um, it's, it's really not an issue. I think you'd be all right. Completely yeah. fine. Like, I mean, Japan's good like that. Yeah, I mean... They, w- I mean they might not understand the religions of the world, but they're certainly uh, respectful. People just go out of their way to avoid conflict yeah. or doing anything. No, you'll be fine. No. You'll be absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. So, uh, yeah, and they're just in- enjoying the podcast, and, uh, and apparently our accents uh, remind her of home. So, uh, thank you very much for that email, <laughs> and uh, I hope you enjoy yourself yeah, in Japan, Mari. Mari Do. Uh, we've got a quick uh, message from Martin. Hello, Martin Brookshaw. Hey, Chris and Pete. Just a quick story from when I was in Japan. I was in an arcade in Hi- Hiroshima at night. Uh, with a few friends just playing random games when one of my friends found some punching game where you hit a punch bag as hard as you can and the screen shows out shows uh, how much oh, power you put into your they punch love they that. love that here, don't they uh, my friend went up and did the machine and frankly he was pretty bad so I decided that I could do a bit better and got a pretty decent score <laughs> when I was doing this a Japanese man his girlfriend and a few of his friends who must have been 20 saw me and decided to treat it as a bit of a contest oh god this guy was like an average sized Japanese man I'm a 6 foot 5 Australian <laughs> so stature wise I reckon I could win this one he did his few punches and slightly beat me and uh, then motioned to me and said dozo 
like, you know, after you, you go on, have, have a crack. Not one to back down from a challenge. I went and punched it as hard as I could, hurting my wrist in the process to beat his score pretty definitively. It was his turn, <laughs> and the guy just looked at his girlfriend, then did the biggest roundhouse I've ever seen and completely what? ruined my score by more than double. Oh my god. <laughs> He paused to his friends and looked triumphant and then tried to get me to go again. Dijobo, I replied, but he kept beckoning uh, me to go again. Defeated, I slinked off, entirely defeated, as he continued posing to his friends. To this day, I feel he was some kind of fighter and purposefully uh, sandbagged me uh, to make me look bad when he actually tried. Well, so there you we go. You find people in Japan love these kind of physical challenges. Any, yeah. any chance to display masculinity in some way like arm wrestles have you ever had an arm wrestle right okay do they do arm wrestles they love it <laughs> every time I'm in a bar someone's like do you arm wrestle I'm like uh, not really but okay and then you have to do it you have to arm wrestle really I'm also really worried that they, they'll uh, snap my arm because <laughs> I've seen it in like arm wrestling competitions like oh. someone's like people's oh. arms are just absolutely cracked oh no it's horrible <laughs> so but now yeah. we, we're kind of leaving Shibuya yeah Thank God. Thank the Lord. That was loud. I I'm, I'm, can't wait to hear this back and see <laughs> and hear what it's like. It must just be mental. It must be chaos. Uh-huh. But now you know exactly what it's like to walk through Shibuya, the most, probably the busiest district in all of Tokyo. Yeah, possibly all of Japan. It's crazy. Probably all Japan, yeah, you'll know what it sounds like now. <laughs> Noisy. We're just walking past the Denny's. You, you never see them in uh, Britain, certainly. Denny's. Denny's, like a, it's like a, really a, it's date like a hamburg. It's like a, you went to a, a, a really bad Denny's. date. Denny's with someone. <laughs> they, uh, they chose the venue. Surpri- <laughs> unsurprisingly, chose the venue. Um, well, it sounded like you could have offered them the uh, to pay for the food. I guess. Well, it wouldn't have been expensive. It was a really bad date. I was reluctant to go on it, and she was like, "I know a good place." And I was like, "Oh, great!" We went there. It was, and it was Denny's. Denny's. I was expecting like a swanky Italian restaurant at best. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. <laughs> and uh, it was so awkward and horrific that I had to escape. I wanted to try and like drink my way out, right? When everything's really bad, out. drink some alcohol, drink your way out. But all they, all they sold was orange juice. In so Denny's? To, there's no booze? And, well, the one I was in certainly didn't have any. Right. So I had to down a ton of orange juice <laughs> and hope that the, the delicious sugary taste of orange juice was the, somehow... Uh, uh, Negate the, the horrific the acid, day. Acid eats away at your stomach, and you got to go to E and E. You got to go to hospital. And that was the uh, the first and the last time I've set foot in Denny's. <laughs> well, we're heading towards um, Yoyogi Park, which is a beautiful part you of. You know that uh, building there in the Tokyo. distance? Yes, I can. Do you know what it, what it is? Nope. <laughs> it's the uh, actually you can see two buildings on the horizon now. Hmm. One on the left, Park Hyatt. Lost oh, in translation. The, is that the lost in translation? Shinjuku Hotel. And on the right. Is the Tokyo Metropolitan Government Tower where you can go up and get the best free view of Tokyo. Oh, that's the one you're giving the big lift. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Both in Shinjuku. I find... Five kilometres away. I find Shibuya incredibly uh, relaxing. Uh, sorry. Shibuya? Uh, not Shibuya. I find uh, Yogi Park, like the in-between Shinjuku mm. and, uh, and uh, Shibuya. There's this beautiful park. And you, there's not a lot of green spaces. There's big green spaces. In Tokyo, in Tokyo God Tokyo, no. is there? Yeah. Um, because they just seem to build on everything, but uh, yeah, it's a lovely part of the lovely part of the city. And there's obviously is it Himeji Shrine next door next door to it? Yeah, there is, and uh, Harajuku and Harajuku, which again is very noisy. So if you like shopping parks and shrines, it's the place to be. <laughs> and it's right in the middle of Shinjuku and Shibuya. Yeah. So often, if, whenever I'm in Shibuya, I need to get out, like now, uh, just head towards the Yogi Park. Ooh. Oh look, that's the new. I haven't seen that. That's the new stadium they're building for the uh, Olympics. Oh my god, it's massive! Huge stadium. Yeah, that wasn't up last time I was there. Gigantic. I'm not seeing that. How did they find the space for that then? It's quite the sight. 
originally, it was an EMAT that ages ago. Originally, it was uh, the design for it was a British designer. They won right. the pro- they won the award, and they started building it. Then they realised they couldn't actually do a design because it was going to be too damn expensive. It was like twenty one billion dollars <laughs> or something. So they scrapped her design and got uh, a Japanese designer into it. <laughs> so that could have been British. It could have been. Could British. have been. Could have left could our have mark on a, Tokyo. Could have been a contender. Alas, no. So the walk from um, Shibuya through to Yogi Park, there's like mm. a little kind of, um, it's the NHK building, which is the um, public broadcaster right. here at uh, here in Japan. The BBC of Japan. The BBC of Japan. And um, on the way, there's like a little kind of walkway, beautiful kind of tree-lined streets. And there's a lot of, uh, on a Saturday or a Sunday, there's usually like an antique market. And I love an antique market. I've spoken about it before, but there's a beautiful antique market and you can just, you know... Yeah, it's people's odds and sods. Last there'll time be, I was people here, people selling takoyaki down there as well. Lovely old job. Last time I was here, there's a reggae festival. A reggae <laughs> festival. Uh, they would just play Bob Marley really loud for three hours. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Not exactly what you expect to find in the middle of Tokyo. But the turn, people love Bob Marley here. Yeah, there's a there's a, there's, right a reggae, so, there's a reggae restaurant um, underneath where I'm staying at the moment. Under the hippies, under the hippies stair, whatever it's called, <laughs> in Shibuya. Right. <laughs> A, 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 a reggae reggae bar like reggae food bar. like a bit you know have you gone in jerk chicken and stuff I went last time so yeah, the food's pretty good yeah the food's okay so yeah um, it's um, the, the reggae culture seems at odds with Japanese culture though right yeah reggae culture's kind of laid back relaxed chilled out <laughs> yeah Japanese culture full on Officious. no switching off yeah no free time maybe that's why it's so popular it's kind of a <laughs> escape. escape are you a YouTuber wow Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, we want to... As we walked past the NHK building, we were hanging out with um, an NHK, NHK presenter, like a guy who does the... Oh, really? um, you know, yesterday, your mate. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Literally forgot Literally my friend. Literally your friend. Um, poor old uh, Pete. Poor old the Pete. Pete. The other Pete. Um, another Pete in the, in the room, and he was, uh, it was lots of fun, and he, um, he does like the NHK kind of like... Is it NHK cool? They're cool yeah. youth brand? So I've got a good friend called Pete. Uh, I met him in a video games bar in Shinjuku. <laughs> We're both rather drunk. He, gave, he made me an elaborate quiz mm. on the spot. And there's no better way to win me over than by making an elaborate quiz at 1am in the video games branch in Jiku. But uh, yeah, he's a really cool guy. He works for uh, Cool Japan. And he, uh, Cool Japan's kind of like this TV show where they put loads of foreigners in a room, basically, and get them to comment and give their thoughts on aspects of Japanese culture. Right, OK. It's a pretty big show, actually. If you've seen NHK World at all, odds are you have seen it at some point. Mm. Um... I don't really watch it. I don't really do Japanese TV, as I've mentioned before. Yeah, I was watching a, a, a TV show about a uh, cops in uh, Kyoto. 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 Cops. Kyoto. What's happening over there outside the NHK? I, I don't think it's a. Um, are, they, are they assembling for a for a, for a TV show? I don't know. Don't get stuck in. But it looks like. Um, go and pitch your a, TV show. I thought it might be a protest, but I think it might just be a. <laughs> a protest in some, Japan. Some kind. You must of be filming. joking. So they, do, do they do all their filming in there as well? Yeah, they do. That's where NHK. Uh, so, they, so, they, so these will these will all be people going into. Um, it, to well, it could in be a stu- it could be studio audience or yeah. something. Because yeah. they do that at ITV when they're filming like uh, any kind of shiny floss Saturday night TV show. They'll uh, have a queue of people, and it'll always be. And if it's like Jeremy Kyle or stuff like that, it'll all be bust down from like Blackburn. All these <laughs> older Hartlepool, older guys, Hartlepool. They'll get on the bus there, and they'll uh, and they'll end up. Oh, we've gone past. Um, Yogi's National Stadium futsal court, which is kind of like a little bit like five a side. There's, there's a wonderful in the middle of Shibuya on one of the roofs. There is a stunning um, five a side kind of fut- futsal football court. Yeah, and I really want to play on it. It looks Whenever amazing. Whenever you see aerial shots of Shibuya, that's the first thing you see, right? The football, <laughs> the football pitch football. on the roof of the skyscraper. <laughs> You've been up there, right? I've been up there. I had a little peek here. It was, it was very interesting. No, no. You throw a ball nobody, off the roof? Nobody, nobody invited me. Oh. I would like to get on top, oh. of a, on top of a really windy roof in Shibuya and just boot a <laughs> mighty Della Premier League into the, into the crowd. See if I can kill someone. <laughs> a rather worrying admission. Pete <laughs> Dawson. So we've we're just got coming up to, in us. Just coming up to your Yogi Park now. <clears throat> I can't wait to get into it. Nature's air conditioning, trees, Pete. Yeah. Shielding us from the sun. Every now, and again, though, every now and again, I'll sort of try and get in there and uh, they'll, they'll close it down because of dengue fever. Yeah, I know, the, right? The mosquitoes. It's got mosquitoes, unfortunately, fever. that kind of uh, ruin the atmosphere somewhat with their <laughs> fevers and plagues they carry. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting in there. Yeah, Yogi Park's kind of like one of those places that is so crazily sort of bereft of uh, litter. It's, uh, it really is very, mm. very strange to see a park where there's just not cans all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really weird. The, I think Tokyo as it is is pretty clean right I did a video the other day 
it's been a busy month and uh, I did a video on Tokyo Station 10 oh, weeks right, okay, around yeah. Tokyo Station and that area is the most clean like clean and sterile place I've seen in Japan yeah like Japan is already probably the cleanest country on the world and then there's this, this place and it's just in, not a single piece of rubbish I was filming there 8 or 9 hours I saw nothing there's no chewing gum like, that's one of the key aspects of British culture just chewing gum all over the roads yeah nothing like that perfectly clean not a piece of rubbish it felt a little bit like being in a theme park because <laughs> they clean the, like Disney. theme parks get cleaned yeah. ridiculously every day I think that's why to me a lot of Japan always does have that kind of theme park feel to it because mm. it just feels so well cleaned and curated doesn't feel doesn't feel like a, a normal city well I mean you can kind of see we're just on the uh, I don't know what road this is called but it's in between uh, Yoyogi and uh, and Shibuya yeah we're just around the corner from uh, Harajuku the shopping and you can see in the, you can see in the uh, in the undergrowth in the thing is a couple of uh, homeless guys have set up tents oh, and yeah. stuff little little kind of boxes and their constructions I think we spoke about it before their constructions are something incredible the way that they managed to sort of fashion little homes out well it is uh, I think it's rainy uh, season at the moment so they need a a decent thick plastic Mm. tarpaulin to keep themselves dry oh very here we are yoga park yeah let's let's go in through here let's cut in let's cut through the garden path a lot of crows around let's get one over my bicycle whoa is there there, you know like these um, can you feel the temperature drop yeah genuinely we just cut from one footpath into the forest (laughs) The Yogi Park. The temperature's gone down like five degrees. Beautiful. So we're now in the park, and it's uh, it's lovely. What can we see? Just a lot what of can trees. we see? Um, a lot of trees, isn't it? People on benches. People having picnics. Relaxing. Lots of umbrellas. Yeah. To shield people from the sun. Yeah. As I said, um, a lot of people don't use sun cream. They use umbrellas. What? What? Have you you've been here before, right? Yeah. Oh God. I really like the Yogi Park, as it. Uh, you can see like all aspects of Japanese culture in one place people like studying people working out people relaxing couples romancing a lovely picnic <laughs> there's just like, loads of different things going on there's people over there playing a, like a crappy game of badminton mm. I don't think you're allowed to play football in here which is very disappointing oh. could, have had a, could have had a pick-up game question is is there anywhere we can buy ice cream <laughs> the first time that I the first time there is a there was a place over there I think yes um the first time I came to Japan, the, the, a friend who uh, showed us round mm. um, took us here, and I think that was when I... It was with a lot of um, her students and friends and stuff, and uh, there was... And, I'd, and everyone brought their own booze, and I just brought that uh, sake one-cup stuff. <laughs> it's the, like the roughest of all the One sakes. cup sake? Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, and everyone, if you were coming to my party, you'd be ejected. thrown out. <laughs> Oh, this guy's hit the jackpot. It's just like a guy here but with three girls having a picnic. He's having a lovely Listening time. to 80s music. Where's that? Oh, yeah. they've, got, they've got it right today, haven't they? <laughs> just, going to, just going to have a picnic. I thought I needed a massage earlier on today. My back started killing me and I was like, where would you go for a massage that's not going to turn into something worse? Well, we saw one the other day in Nakano Broadway. Yes, there's it's a trendy district. This woman was just like kneeling on the back of this poor, poor guy. A, yeah, a guy laying he was flat, getting face down. With the woman kneeling into his back. <laughs> it looks anything but therapeutic. Uh, do you want a quick email from Rachel? I definitely do. Hello, Rachel. It's a good one, this one. Hi, Chris and Pete. Uh, enjoy the podcast, etc., uh, etc. Et I've been living in Japan for about nine months now, and uh, for the first six months, I lived in Sasebo. Sasebo? 
which is a uh, relatively small town about an hour or so from Nagasaki. I'd arrived there late August and within the first month I thought it would be a good idea to go exploring in the countryside. I took the local train for 45 minutes to a place where there was supposed to be a nice waterfall, but as is the case in a lot of countryside locations, the reception wasn't great. The GPS on my phone had trouble uh, working out where I actually oh, was. God. I find that here, to be honest. Even in Tokyo, <laughs> I find that the, um, the SIM Soft card... Soft bank's a bit dodgy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so I thought I had to go up this mountain road to reach the waterfall, so I began my trek. After about an hour, I thought uh, it was strange that there wasn't any indication of a waterfall nearby, just some farms when I reached the top of the mountain. Turns out the waterfall was all the way back down the mountain on a different road oh, entirely, God. which meant I had another hour of walking ahead of me. By this time, the one water bottle I had... Uh, because I'm an idiot, it run out, and I was starting to sweat off the sunscreen I'd, uh, I'd put on because it was a cosy 33 degrees that day, and that's Celsius. Oh, uh, feeling overwhelmed, I had no choice but to slog my way down. But about 50 minutes into the descent of, the sh- of sh- into my descent of shame, um, a, uh, a white truck slowly slowed down and stopped next to me. Inside, an elderly Japanese man gestured wildly to me since his tiny pickup truck didn't have any automatic windows. He motioned to open the door, and while I wouldn't dream of doing such a thing in any other country, I felt because it was the countryside and it was in Japan, I thought I was uh, kind of mostly safe on that one. Um, He basically asked if I was lost and if I needed a ride. I told him uh, I was going to the waterfalls, and he said he'd drive me there. Not only did he drive me there, he uh, walked with me to the falls, which were right near a parking lot, oh, it turns wow. out, and explained how he used to swim there as a kid. Then he asked if I was hungry. <laughs> then uh, he will you come <laughs> swim with me now? <laughs> Let's disrobe. Uh, dropped, uh, but he said uh, I could drop it, um, I could drop you off at a convenience store, uh, and you can go back through from the train station from there. After the convenience store, he asked where I lived. Now again, out of context, it sounded a little bit sinister. But after hanging out with him uh, for a bit at the falls, I didn't get the sense that he was anything but a nice old man who was just surprised and amused at finding a foreign at the top of a mountain. I told him that I lived in Sasebo, and uh, what do you know? He passed the train station and said he would drive me back to my apartment. I could not believe it. I insisted I could take the train, and uh, he shouldn't go out of his way. Uh, but he wouldn't have have any of it. He, I then offered to give him money for gas but he refused. At the end of the day <laughs> I just think he wanted some company that day and, re- and didn't feel like the drive would be a burden on him. I've never wow. to this day been so astounded by someone's kindness. Since then other locals in uh, Kyushu have also helped me out and I'm convinced this is one of the best places on earth because of that. I've attached a selfie I took after he dropped me off and he's the sweetest man ever. Look at him. Oh really it's lovely. Doesn't it lovely? He's got a little baseball cap He's well. got a little baseball cap on. And a cheeky smile. A cheeky smile and he's wearing and a, towel. a towel around his neck. Fantastic. Like he's just been in a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what when I was cycling through Kishi last year, I'd, I'd found that people there are really, really friendly. Mm. They're so warm and outgoing. And you'll find that. You're going there in like a few days' time, right? Yeah, going down yeah. to Kishi to Kagoshima. Mm. People there are amazing. Yeah, like, really, really kind. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go up a mountain. <laughs> Yeah, go, go, go and search for a waterfall, and uh, <laughs> you two can get a free ride off a nice Japanese dude. The only time I ever talked to someone over a certain age was in this park, down, uh, I, was, I was buying ice cream, because I love ice cream. Coolish. And, uh, probably coolish, probably coolish. <laughs> I'll level with you. Of course it, it was. Um, and, uh, and this old man sort of stopped me and went and started having a chat with me. He was very drunk. <laughs> but it was three in the afternoon, and I think that's what he three was Three in the afternoon? Into. Three in the afternoon, he was pissed. He was having a lovely time. Do you know what Japan needs more of? Community cycling uh, uh, initiatives. So you're going to say drunk people? Drunk, they drunk people more. at 3pm? I, need, I need more opportunities to um, hire bikes and be, be able to sort of know where I'm yeah, going to drop them off. you're right. I could do with more bikes. They could do with more vending machines at bloody Yogi Park. <laughs> spent the last 10 minutes looking for some water to no avail <laughs> all while you were reading that story I was listening but above all I was looking for a vending machine <laughs>
And there's a fountain over there. I could go and stick my head in that. You could do. Yeah, it's like probably, a... probably won't do that. No, I mean, get I some, think uh, it's a dengue, dengue fa- fever. I think the fountain might be in the uh, river as well. <laughs> uh, probably not ideal. What, what I always find about Yogi Park is there's only one main entrance, mm-hmm. and we're going the opposite direction from it. Well, you've got. There's and like there's a main like road around there. There's no food or drink this end of the park. Yeah, there is. Is there? Yeah, there's All definitely right. a shop around here somewhere. There's a lot of crows, though. Maybe we can. Maybe we can <laughs> strap some to our hands and float, float among the well, canopy. That's probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we'll do uh, some more of this. Maybe we'll do some we'll more, do of, this some more of this. We've done a couple of episodes out and about. We're going to have a listen back to see if it actually sounds like anything. Um, so we've achieved so much. We went to Don Quixote, looked at some Kit Kats, chatted to a man from Sweden. Yeah, cool he's from Sweden. Um, and then we, and then we hung out near some love hotels. And now we're in Yogi Park, which is pretty cool. It's a nice day for a stroll. It is a lovely day for I, a stroll. I don't, I don't do it these days as much as I should. But when I used to come to Tokyo in the early days when I first moved to Japan, I would, I would, I would just earmark an entire day and just go strolling around it on my mm. own and take photos and. Uh, Back then, I didn't know what I was going to find, and it's. Well now, I just feel like I should be doing it more. Hmm. Mainly sure. because I've put on a lot of weight recently. <laughs> Editing journey across Japan. The irony. <laughs> journey across Japan's sole objective was to be to get fit, <laughs> and I did. I think I lost about five or six kilograms. Mm. But the editing of Journey Across Japan has completely negated any of the weight loss because I've put it all back on because I've been sitting down in a room for months eating fried chicken <laughs> editing well maybe tirelessly. um maybe uh need Journey Across Japan part two well maybe Natsuki the movie part two where he uh, gives up smoking is uh is a situation where he he will get so stressed out about the editing at the end of the show that he will start smoking again <laughs> he achieves it he and then he goes right it, back yeah. oh this is sinister yeah, do not there's enter. A, there's a What's part this? of Yogi Park that says do not enter. Do not enter. Turn around, go back. Is it just like for people wanting to go to the Meiji, Meiji Shrine? Just I don't, bother. don't know. I don't know. You can get around it over here. It's oh, just it's like... cycling. Say again? I don't know why it's there. Yeah. Weird. Um, I think this is where you can hire bikes. I think I hired a bike into little, a few turns. It's back a pretty in the big day, park though, isn't it? It's massive, isn't it? The Yogi Park like, is Bearing huge. in mind, it's, it's a little bit like Hyde Park, mm. I think, or Regent's Park. Very, very uh, capacious. Or heroi, as they call it. <laughs> but we may or may not be back doing the uh, doing this format on the go. Or Japan on the go edition. I like it. ASMR Japan, depending on the quality. But for now, guys, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. No matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week. And we'll be back next week to all over again. Whether you're in Yogi Park <laughs> or in a shop looking at Kit Kats, the Abroad in Japan podcast is here for you. I've just spotted a little dog exercising area and I will be going over there just to look at some fucking dogs, Chris. That is wonderful. Look at those dogs. A wonderful way to end the podcast. Dogs!
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.